I have absolutely no idea. You, the expert, I trust you. And that's ego boosting like few things in the world are. But for me, that should scream danger. Like what's going on? Red lights, all whole thing. So uh, definitely something to look out for. You know, though it's fantastic when a client sits there and say, Francho, I don't know. You're the expert. I'll do what you tell me to do. And um, yeah, I don't know. I think the answer lies in fostering true client engagement. And in uh, today's episode, I'm going to share the keys in Francho's opinion on what good client engagement look like and why. Well, I've had this conversation so many times with so many different people asking the question on different panels that I moderated. And I always get these weird and wonderful answers that has got nothing to do with the question. So today I want to settle that and uh, more. So stick with us as we get the show started. This is Propulsion, the podcast for forward-thinking and driven and ambitious financial planning professionals. It is the catalyst to the exponential growth of your financial planning practice, your business, or your franchise. Uh, this is where professionals come in order to learn about the latest technology, to learn about best practice when it comes to running and managing their business, as well as marketing, sales, relationship building, the best and most valuable interviews with local and international guests, and a whole host of other things. Without any further ado, here is your host, Francho de Toy. I think I want to start off with what client engagement is not. And it's very important to start there because I've, as I said in the, in the, in the intro right in the beginning, is that, uh, you know, I've, I've asked this question on so many different panels at so many different events where I was asking about specifically, because usually I, I moderate a lot of technology sort of based or practice management based um, panels. And part of it is, well, you know, how does your system help drive client engagement? And the answers I get is like everywhere except on what I believe client engagement is and what it means. So, so I mean, even if you go Google what client engagement is, you get a completely different answer. It's all about building loyalty and building brand, um, you know, affinity and all sorts of stuff. It's like, it almost seems like what they're saying is like communicate the hell out of your client, be in touch so that you stay top of mind. And that means that, you know, you'll have a highly engaged uh, sort of client. But the other part of it is also things like social media. Like we believe when we think about client engagement, oh, it means that we're having a conversation on social media. That's absolutely amazing. It's not, right? So for me, I don't know. Social media, I don't know if that's where it's at. Uh, then also, if you are doing regular reviews, a lot of people feel like, oh, I have regular engagement with my client. I have regular meetings. I do my annual reviews. I do my quarterly reviews. I whatever. I phone them on their birthday. I do all these kind of things. So there's regular engagement. Other people feel like, you know, it's having an amazing self-service kind of technology and, and giving them access to information. That's great client engagement because the client can go on at 12 o'clock at night and go look at the information and send me a message and things like that. I don't think that's client engagement. So in my view, none of the stuff that I've just shared with you, none of the points has got anything to do with client engagement. What they do feel to me like what they do have to do with is more client experience. And client experience and client engagement is absolutely not the same thing. So then in my mind, what is client engagement? When we talk about that, 
what are we really, really talking about? For me, when you think about client engagement, it is much more about collaboration. It's much more about co-creation. So it's maybe another way to put it is to say it's a meeting of minds, right? So it's where both of us contribute, both of us work together, both of us do all of that to come up with an answer. That for me is true client engagement. It's about both of us, the financial planner as well as the client or clients, whoever you're meeting with, engaging in conversation and very importantly, debate. This isn't the case of like, you know, I say things and they go, yes, yes, yes. That's not engagement. Engagement is where you have a conversation and maybe you feel like what Norma just shared is like, I don't want that. That's going to lead to difficult conversations. That's where the value is. That's how we unlock this relationship. This is really how you have proper engagement with a client. Both must be engaged in writing and drawing and, I don't know, linking things. Like, you've got to be actively involved. You can't just, somebody can't just sit there and one person is doing all the talking and all the writing and all of that stuff. Both must be engaged in thinking through things. So you've got to think about things. You've really got to sort of ponder before just responding. So it can't just be you as the financial planner or advisor looking at somebody's planning, doing the analysis and coming back with the answers. The client also needs to be part of that process. They need to do part of the thinking. They need to come up with scenarios and solutions and what they think is going to, to work. And both must be engaged in learning and analyzing because we never know everything. I spoke about this last week, if I recall correctly. The day that we, you and I believe that we have seen everything, that we can't be taught anything anymore, that we're not the pinnacle and we like, you know, then we, we're starting to lose. So we need to keep learning. The client needs to learn and we need to learn together. And often it is also about learning more about your client. It's not always just learning about how to deal with clients. So, you know, more soft skills, more technical skills, technology. It's not all about that. All right. So for me, that is what client engagement is. It is this constant working together, interaction, and uh, there is effort and energy being invested into the conversation by both parties. It's not just one, right? That is true through client engagement. So now let me know what it's not, that all the things that we've sort of put in the client engagement bucket is actually maybe more client experience stuff. We've sort of spoken about what client engagement is then, like where, do you, where it is. I guess the next question would be, but where do I create opportunities for engagement, like proper, proper engagement? And I think one of the biggest missed opportunities for good engagement, because also, like, just think about how you build relationships. If you don't build relationships, then nothing's going to work out for you, not in your personal life, not in business, nowhere, right? But it's when you have these conversations, when you do things together, when you experience things together, that's when there's a real relationship that forms. And I think there's no better place where that happens is with education. And yeah, I'm not referring to, you know, um, doing a proper qualification or something like that. All I'm really talking about here is 
helping the client understand more about one financial planning, investments, risk, wills, whatever the area is, right? And to help them sort of synthesize that and to start to apply it in their own lives so they can make it their own. So being their guide and helping them and sharing with them and taking them on a journey of almost self-discovery through this education process. So that is what education for me is about. So there is no better place to have a conversation where the client will actually ask you a lot of questions. They will engage with you. They will talk with you. They won't just sit there. So education is a massive, massive uh, opportunity. Right. So next one, meetings. Meetings is another big, big opportunity for, um, for, for, sorry, I'm getting feedback on my microphone. Um, so meetings is a big opportunity, sorry, for client engagement. And you've got to have a plan. You've got to have a structure and a system and a process for this to unlock this and you've got to be inviting and you've got to encourage their participation because that is what engagement is it's participation if you sit on the sideline watching a rugby game you're not participating or even though it feels to you like you're just watching the game you're not the person playing the game and often you sit there and you feel like oh, i wish i was on the field i wish i could do just like look at the gap we can take the gap and we can run like that's what you really want to do so meetings that's the place right? But you've got to think it through. You've got to have a way of asking certain questions, inviting them, making them feel comfortable. Like if they don't understand something, it becomes, but let me explain. Let me show you. Let me, let me help you understand this so that they feel safe in that environment and don't feel like, oh, I'm going to ask a stupid question. You do not want that. So that is definitely a big one. I think another one, and this is really where you can have somebody become engaged is and and this is i guess possible um there are technologies actually that you can use if you want to do this virtual it's obviously amazing when you're together in person but whiteboarding so if you can both be i saw a video clip the other day of Juanita foster um and and her partner over in roger harrop over in the uk uh, because she flew over there and then they, they were workshopping things together and both of them were on the whiteboard and writing things and like scratching things out. And I just thought to myself, now that is engagement. That is collaboration. That is co-creation. That is what it is all about. So how do we invite clients? Come, you know, draw me like, where does this fit in? Where does this, it's just the way of doing this. And maybe the first time you try this, it will be uncomfortable and maybe it'll even be a stuff up. But the more you do it, the more you learn. Like nothing I'm going to share with you today is going to happen unless you start doing it. And even though it sounds easy, until you have the conversation and, and you ask a question and the client sits there, because they didn't expect that. They're used to sitting there listening to what we have to say and then responding at the end with, I don't know, Francho, you're the expert. You tell me and then I, I trust you. I'm, I'm happy to do that. And that's why I say that is probably the most dangerous thing that you'll ever hear a client say because it means that they – they're not engaged. They're not there. Um, they probably missed 75% of, of what we shared with them. The last engagement opportunity is uh, events. So if you think about events, it's an amazing opportunity. And this can be, be events in various different forms. The other day, uh, I was invited by, by one of the tech providers to go to the rugby really had a phenomenal time. We had such great conversation before the time, something that would never have happened 
unless they invited me to the rugby. So I'm extremely grateful for that. So one, I got to know them better. Two, we really got to talk about a few things and I gained more understanding about them. They gained more understanding about me. And I met other clients of theirs, which is amazing. So events can be as simple as taking somebody to the barnyard, or it could be like hosting a client appreciation event. And we've spoken about events on this in season one, um, somewhere in the 20s, um, episode 20s, the early, I think 23 and 24. We spoke about how you can do different kind of events and how important it is. But events, taking people to Leatherex, phone a few of your clients and take them to Leatherex. Why not? So, uh, you know, there's, there's opportunity there for true engagement and having a conversation about things other than money, probably, which is extremely powerful. Right. So we've got what um, client engagement is not. Spoken about what client engagement is, what the different opportunities are. But how do you gauge, how do you gauge engagement levels? Okay. How do you gauge? How do you measure? How do you look for signs that somebody is engaged or they're not, or they're somewhat, or they're not? Um, so yeah, for me, the first one is the blank stare, right? Versus somebody driving the conversation. Yes, this person is talking and asking questions and they're interested about what's happening. They want to share information with you almost spontaneously without you having to drag things out. I mean, how often have you been in conversations where you drag things out of clients, you ask a question and you get a yes, no answer? Well, yeah, we need to ask better questions, but the client's not engaged. He's there because his wife told him to go, um, you know, or his mind is with his business or whatever. But that's the first one. So if you get that, it looks like people, like they're sitting there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hear you. Mm-hmm. But that's a blank stare, ladies and gentlemen. That is a blank stare. The second one is the you know best response that I've now mentioned quite a few times versus really somebody that is engaged with you will be debating the options, talking about the scenarios, making sure that they understand the different options that you're putting on the table. Instead of taking the easy way out to go, I don't know, Francho, you know best, which options should I use? I trust you. Fantastic, Francho, you are amazing but the client is not engaged. Tomorrow they will cancel that plan like that because there was no thinking, no nothing that, that went into that. And again, this isn't the case with all your clients. You can probably sit down and think about clients that, wow, now that I think about it, client A, B, and C, we have fantastic engagement and the rest of the alphabet is just like nowhere. So it's not to say that this is the case with all your clients, but do go and look for, for these signs. The other thing is how often they initiate conversations or meetings. How often do they get in contact with, when something changes? How often do they let you know, look, something's happened or, you know, you hear from them regularly. I think that is a clear indication of how engaged somebody really is. Then how often they refer the right clients to you without you even asking. If you've got to go sit down and ask for referrals, that is the old way of doing things. Okay, and maybe in the beginning when you're new, you have to go that route to listen, like, do you have anybody that can benefit from, like, I mean, that is the, the worst thing to do. It's not lucky to do it, right? It's not an enjoyable thing to do, but it's something, a necessary thing that we have to do. But ultimately, you don't want to do that. Your clients should just be referring the right clients to you because they are so engaged. They, through that engagement, understand exactly what it is that you're doing, and therefore they send more clients like them to you. 
And then also another clear indication for me is when you keep getting unsolicited feedback and input from your clients of how you can improve things or what they need or they let you know what they're thinking about. So those things are all very clear guides of how engaged a client is, right? They, they, there's many more, but there are five for you that you can at least use. Choose one or two of these and just sort of think about them and, and look at your clients. Right. Then using technology to drive client engagement. I think often, again, as I said earlier, people think about think about technology as the thing like, let me give you access to your information and you can go and update things and send me messages. And that's all part of client experience and making it easy to do business with you. It's got nothing to do with client engagement. Things like that does not drive engagement. They don't. But technology, there's sort of two sides, right? There's two ways that you can do this. There's either synchronous or there's asynchronous. Do you know how, much, how many times I've practiced to say those two words correctly? Synchronous means it's live and we talk. I say something, you say something. I say something, you, it's in real time. Asynchronous is pretty much like a WhatsApp. I will type something, you will respond half an hour later, I will respond an hour later, you will respond immediately, I will respond a day later. That's asynchronous. So it, it's sort of a conversation and there's engagement and collaboration, but it's not in real time. So you get different technologies that make both of those possible. So depending on the situation, depending on the need, you want to do both of those. So you do want to look for either a technology that allow both or like do you have technology that supports asynchronous as well as technology that supports synchronous. So something like asynchronous might be WhatsApp, synchronous might be Zoom or Teams or something like that. Right, then coming back to the education part, recorded learning modules. And you remember when I had Stefan and Werner on the show from Money and Medicine, they are putting out training. I think Mary J. Free uh, and Marguerite Engelbrecht with the My Journey to Freedom, I think they put out, um, you know, learning content for their clients. So be it for free, be it paid, it doesn't matter, but there's recorded learning content that you can refer people to that they can go through in their own time and you can invite them and follow up with them to see if they've got any questions that you can answer, help explain, help clarify but that is a way to use technology to leverage your time, okay? Then multimedia. Um, technology makes it possible to create an experience while somebody is engaging with you by using different media. So be it images, be it video, be it writing together on a document, be it something like Miro where you can drag things around and sort of collaborate. It's almost like a big whiteboard with sticky notes on it and you can write and type and do all sorts of things. So, uh, but you can have a rich multimedia environment if you do it virtually. Now, obviously you've got to think about that when you do it in your office, right? Um, then also, you know, if you think about technology as a way to drive client engagement, that must be an option. It shouldn't be, guys, I mean, you can, I guess, decide that this is the way we work. So only people that are comfortable doing it this way would be our right client. And that's perfect. That is a business decision. But also, if you have different clients with different appetites for these kind of things, the technology route is one option. You must still provide other options. And then I think what you also need to do is remove the barriers to getting in contact with your business. So something like Profile Me, for example where you have different options and I can click on WhatsApp, I can call you, 
I can just set up a meeting straight from there in your diary, whatever it, it may be. Um, but just remove those barriers of how people can get into your system. Somebody told me in the week that they are looking at a sort of solution where it doesn't matter how you contact the business, be it you send an SMS, a WhatsApp, an email, uh, however it goes, it takes all that stuff, puts it into a bucket where everybody can deal with it, and it will respond back in the same fashion as how you contacted the business. So you still make it easy internally by having the right systems in place and just grabbing things from where they're coming from, deal with them centrally, and then just make sure that they go back in the same fashion. But that is a way to drive engagement. Make it easy for people to engage with you and talk with you, and uh, you can encourage that and just have a different, completely different business. So I don't know. That's my thoughts on, on client engagement. What do you think? Uh, what does client engagement mean to you? And what have you done that's been successful? What have you learned? Uh, what are the things that you've tried and that hasn't worked? Uh, do share them in the chat. All righty, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much. Really appreciate you being here. We'll be back next week, same time, same place. And uh, have a great weekend. Be safe, be blessed, and remember to raise the bar. Love you. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. Remember to check out the live show, uh, Propulsion Live, on YouTube every Friday at 7 a.m. South African time. You can find it at www.propulsion.co.za forward slash live. That's propulsion.co.za forward slash live. And please remember to subscribe, share with your colleagues, your friends, and anyone who may find value like you did in this podcast. Once again, thank you very much, and we'll see you in the next episode.